What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Hi-Fi Hour. My name is Mike, and I am here with two of my good buddies, Nick and Larry. What is going on, Nick and Larry? What's going on, Mike? We are psyched to be here. Lots of exciting things happening in the world of uh, SBS. Yeah, and for those of you that haven't met Nick and Larry, they are uh, representatives from SBS, which is a very, very lucrative subwoofer and now speaker and component company. So the last time we spoke... Um, we talked about all sorts of good stuff, but now we got Larry here. So now this is a party. So now we're going to have a, a big old SBS no. party. Um, and I do keep, on. I keep tabs on you guys with your, uh, your show you do on Thursdays, your happy hour show. Thank you, Mike. It's been so much fun. Obviously, uh, you know, we were doing a lot of in-person events, Larry and I, and, and our president, Gary, were going around to different dealers around the country doing live demos of new products, existing products. Um, and we needed to fill that void. So the happy hours have just been a great opportunity to connect directly with our uh, YouTube and Facebook community and, you know, share what's up with us, talk about home theater setup tips and just have some fun. That's awesome. And it's a great way to connect with people. And I think we talked about la- that last time, how I feel it's a really good way for a, a company the size of yours to connect directly with the consumer, as well as show them a face to the company, you know? Yeah, there's so much fun too. I mean, we we have hundreds of and thousands of people watch and engage with us whenever we do the broadcast and uh, whenever we announce the new product that 1000 Pro for the announcement a couple of weeks ago. Watching all the speculation was amazing too. Yeah, so- it adds a little bit of intrigue to it, and uh, you know, I, I just think the audio industry needs that kind of thing. You know, shows like what you have here, it just uh, it makes it feel more inviting, more inclusive. Um, and you know, for a long time, it was sort of stodgy when you got into the high performance audio world and, uh, and we're really trying to sort of buck that trend and, and folks like you are helping us do it. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep going even when, uh, when we are able to do live events, we'll, we'll keep the happy hour rolling. Well, the live events are coming. Uh, as far as I know, uh, the ones I'm going to is going to be RMAF for sure. And, um, I know a few others are planning on coming back in the fall. So let's see what happens. You know, let's see how everything goes. I know this last year has been absolutely crazy. However, I have heard it is a good year for hi-fi. So I'm happy that, you know, a lot of hi-fi companies are doing well. And, uh, mainly because a lot of people are stuck at home and need yeah. to need to have some base in their life. And you guys are there to provide it. Yeah. All that so, money that you were spending on concert tickets and movie theaters, uh, it's now going into home theater and I got no problem with that. You know, what better place to enjoy a, a good movie or a good album than uh, on your living room couch? I couldn't agree with you more. So let's go ahead and get into the SB 1000. You announced it about two weeks ago, right? Correct. We did it on one of our happy hours. It's actually our uh, 1000 pro series. So there's the sealed box SP 1000 and then the ported PB 1000 pro as well. Okay. So in the past, uh, I think it was what, two, three months ago, probably three or four months ago, I reviewed the SB 2000 pro. Is this going to be, um, a smaller version of that or a similar version of that? Can you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, it's uh it's a replacement of our, one of our all time number one sellers, the existing 1000 series. And so with the new 1000 pro, what we've done is pretty much redesigned it from the ground up, uh, an all-new driver. It's a 12-inch driver on a sealed model and on the ported model. So the previous ported model was only a 10-inch driver, and now we've gone from a 10-inch to a 12-inch. We've also changed the amplifier from a 300-watt to a 325-watt, though it doesn't seem that much. It's an all-new architecture inside the amplifier as well with more power, uh, a new Class D digital amplifier with an analog device's DSP chipset. There's all kinds of stuff in there, MOSFET control, but the biggest leap, I think, overall in the 1000 Pro series was the ported model, uh, going from the 10 to the 12 inch. And it's also gone from a single port design to a dual port design. And they've both added our Bluetooth control app. So by adding that secondary port, it allows us to do port tuning. So we can talk about that in a little bit too, where you can actually plug the ports on an SVS ported subwoofer to change the frequency capabilities, how it reacts in the room, take it from ported to sealed. And that's something you weren't previously able to do on the 1000 series and uh, just made it overall a huge leap from the previous model. And that's something we focus on is when we launch a new product, it's not just a rebadge like you see some other ones that are out there. It's a it's a full-fledged new product from the ground up. I am going to pull up a picture of it so that way people can see what we're talking about. Um, There it is. 
Oh, that's our uh, SP4000. We got to scroll down a little bit. Uh, there you go, 1000 Pro Series. Yep. So you, you'll notice the ported version, as Larry was mentioning, looks a lot different than the previous ported version. It's, it's dual ports for a single port. The SP1000, it almost looks exactly the same. There's some difference with the trim ring around the driver. Um, the size of the cabinet's almost the same, but the performance of the of the new 1000 Pro, SP1000 Pro model is just light years ahead of the uh, the previous version. Um, you know, you get the app control. I think uh, Larry mentioned the MOSFET output within the, uh, the amplifier. I mean, that just really allows you to generate effortless current into that driver to create more excursion, drive more SPLs into the room. And, uh, you know, whereas I think the uh, original 1000 series did a phenomenal job of energizing a space. These just take it to another level with their frequency response curves and just how they interact with the room. It's just so much more sophisticated and you really get to take advantage of that uh, acoustically tuned room gain with the SB1000 Pro um, specifically. And that was a big deal for us. We don't want to just create a model that's sort of a, you know, a rebadge like like Larry was saying. And I think the most one of the most exciting parts for our community is that the price is the same. We were able to do all of that with the SB model, but keep the price the same. And with the PB, it did go up uh, incrementally, uh, about $100, because we added the second port and there's more cabinet volume. There's some things that went on internally that, that drove the cost up a little higher. But that was really important for us to add that much more of a feature set, better performance, but still keep it roughly in the same price range. So here's something I want to talk about. <laughs> I am digging the piano gloss white. I'm digging it. You know why? Oh, it's it, it's different. When you think of SVS, you think of a nice black piano gloss or wood finish. And, and your, your, your guys' cabinets are beautiful. You know, I, I love the, the rounded edges. You guys are known for, for really beautiful uh, cabinets, not only in your subwoofers, but also in your speakers. But this piano gloss white, I mean... How how has been how has the reception been on it? Well, I can speak to the uh, the SP two thousand Pro, which I think you've heard before. That was one of the the most recent models that we rolled out in a piano white gloss, and we were almost sold out of those within the first couple of weeks of, of announcing them. Um, you know, I think when you get with especially some of the more compact models, it's more of a lifestyle solution. Not everyone wants to see that big driver, you know, right up, you know, front and center as part of their system. Um, mm. So I think the white gloss with the white grill helps it either blend in a little bit better with your uh, living space, which is important. Uh, but also, if you just have it out there on display, it's a really just gorgeous, sleek look. It, it's just something that, uh, you know, I don't think people always think of when when they're uh, considering larger audio products. Uh, but the white gloss has really delivered sort of that lifestyle appeal that um, sometimes the black gloss isn't quite as uh, good at delivering. Wait, does it have a white, you mentioned, does it have a white grill or a black grill? Sorry. It's a white cloth grill. So it looks oh, really great. Yeah. When, when you have the grill on, it looks great. When you take the grill off the, the contrast of the black and white looks really awesome too. Uh, we've done the piano gloss white in the 1000 series uh, previously, but it's only on the sealed model. And then we also have a couple speakers that, that come in the premium gloss white. So the ultra bookshelves also come in premium uh, gloss white. And the prime elevations, uh, the height effect speakers also come in the gloss white. And our satellites also come in the gloss white. So you can kind of build a really cool 2.1 system uh, from any of those as well. And prime wireless, if I didn't just say that. But I'm trying to make sure I get it all in there. And and that's, you know, something different, something people can, you know, me mesh with their with their environment. You know, if they want a, a white subwoofer, if they have white speakers or if they have a certain type of decor you know, that, that looks pretty good. I'm it is funny too. When you're talking about um, finishes, there's, you know, we always get a handful of requests a year. It's like, Oh, when are you going to do like a red walnut or, you know, maple or babinga, which is some exotic, you know, Amazon wood. And <laughs> you know, for every <laughs> I know, babinga, I learned about that one a couple of weeks ago from a, actually a speaker manufacturer. I never knew that this wood existed, but you know, there's, there's a handful of people who actually want that. But when you're talking about delivering a product that's going to work on a on a, a more mass scale and, and appeal to more people, you know the wood finishes are are great for a select audience. But you're much better off going with the traditional black gloss, white gloss, um, the black wood grain finishes like we have our premium black ash. Um, they're just they have more universal appeal, and that's really what we're trying to do. We're not trying to jack up the prices by having these really kind of crazy wood finishes. And not to say we won't come out with something like that down the line, um, but I think for a lot of the products that we have currently. It just doesn't make sense for that. Um, and since you did bring up the white gloss, one of the frequent requests we get whenever we launch a new product in white gloss is like, when are you going to do a center channel? 
And, uh, you know, because I have the bookshelves or I have the satellites or whatever it is, but I want the center channel white gloss to match. And Larry, do you remember why we don't do a center channel in piano gloss white? Is your TV white? It is not. And is your furniture under your TV white? Probably not either. And so if you have this big glossy white speaker right under your TV, you're up in the, it's going to stand out. Uh, even if you have white speakers on the side, it, it is going to be obtrusive. And uh, as much as people, like we hear from the guys in stores that, oh, we want white, uh, they're not really also as popular. Um, but they, they do look beautiful, man. The, the white speakers that we put out, the gloss white with the with the black grill or a white grill, because uh, I have played with that. We call them the panda when we've messed around with them. Uh, look really <laughs> nice. You know, I, I totally understand that. I probably wouldn't go with a white speaker in a multi-channel environment myself, personally. However, I mean, teach their own kind of thing, you know, right? But I think in a two-channel environment, that would look really clean. You know, the two two white speakers, the white subwoofer, super clean. You're so right on with that. And I think a lot of our, you know, they're actually much more popular in Europe where there's, you know, a, a higher tendency towards the two-channel listener. But the one caveat I would say to that for multi-channel is when you're adding height effects. And our prime elevation that Larry mentioned, when you're putting those speakers overhead, typically you're... you're you know, ceiling's not black or, you know, any sort of color, it's white. And so if you want that sort of invisible speaker, uh, as invisible as you can get by mounting an eight and a half pound speaker on your ceiling, then the white gloss is going to get you about as close as possible without having, you know, the big black boxes hanging overhead. It isn't audio so much work sometimes. <laughs> that, it can be, the payoff is fun. Yeah. Oh, I, totally, totally. But to, to get there, I, I <laughs> and you guys know that I do reviews. So, I'm constantly changing things out, right? Amplifiers and components and now racks. I'm about to get another one. It's like, oh man, whenever a new rack comes in or something comes in, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to, not only do I have to film it, but I got to like tear everything to pieces and put everything back together. I think that part isn't as bad as having to rewire everything and, mm -hmm. and just where you wanted it. Oh man. But like you said, the end result is amazing. Once you're done, and once you're done, you're done for most people, unless you're a crazy reviewer. Once you're done, you're done. You know, you're, you got your setup, you know? So uh, your president, Gary, um, let me see if I can pronounce this correctly. And, and if I do it the first time right, you guys got to like give me a prize. Yakubian. Very good. Go. Nailed it. Good job, sir. Okay, cool, cool. I was watching a video on his opinion of the prime wireless speakers and this is something that i don't know how it passed my peripheral but we have not talked about that yet the prime wireless speak we've talked about the prime wireless sound base i've actually seen that in action over at my buddy uh, home theater fanatics giles's house and it's cool tons of features really super cool works really uh well with the the sb2000 as well as the towers that he had as well so stoked on that, but I'm really, really interested in the in these powered bookshelf speakers. Can you tell me a little bit about them? Because according to your president, president, there's a lot of future-facing wireless technology in there, and I want to know what that yeah. is. So Larry has set up more pairs of Prime Wireless around the country than anyone else, so <laughs> he is the expert here to tell you about the wonderfulness of Prime Wireless. So uh, Larry, I'm going to yeah. let you uh, field this one. So it, it is probably the product in our lineup that I enjoy talking about the most and interact with our engineers on the most. Uh, so we introduced the Prime Wireless family of products, uh, what, about two years ago or so, Nick? Um, and it included a stereo-powered pair of bookshelves, which we just called Prime Wireless, and then the Prime Wireless sound base, which was a separate amplifier. And the whole story and design philosophy and concept from it was to tackle multi-room audio in a different way. And what I mean by that is if you think about the multi-room solutions that are out there now, it's all these small, compact, you know, hockey puck looking things that you put in a corner of a room just to simply have background music. And it's never been about appreciating your own music or finding new music and enjoying the way it sounds. And so the philosophy that the company had in bringing this out was let's create a two channel solution that sounds amazing, that has a lot of connectivity to it, that's simple to use and you know you can put it on your network and put 16 pairs of speakers around your house and stream whatever you want in every single room so the prime wireless bookshelves are 599.99 for the pair and they come in the piano gloss black or white and they're uh 
200 watts of total power and it's 100 watts per channel oh, there's my dogs right on cue um and the way it's done is the, yeah they're they're wanting to yap and i can hear my son trying to call them out right now uh but the right speaker is where all the guts and components and everything are and inside there are 450 watt class d digital amps and then there is a daisy chain cable uh, that goes from the right speaker to the left that sends the amplification and the reason that there's four amps is there's 50 watts per driver so you've got all the amplification in one speaker then on the back of that speaker you have an optical connection so you can hook it up to a cd player turntable or not a turntable cd player your television uh, a gaming system something along those lines then you have rca and uh, mini jacks so you, if you want to hook up a turntable or an analog device you could do that too bluetooth aptx 5.0 and then you have a, a subwoofer out that Whenever you plug in a subwoofer to the back of the prime wireless speaker, it activates a, a, a high-pass filter on the speakers of 80 hertz and then outputs to the subwoofer, and you can adjust accordingly there. Uh, then you also have, this is where it gets going. It just keeps going. Uh, you have an Ethernet input and output so that you can uh, run out of a network connection directly into it and hardwire it. Or if you happen to have like a mesh network around your house, uh, most of those have an Ethernet output, so you could essentially hardwire it to make it even more robust. And then a USB port on the back to either charge your phone or um, hook up our wireless transmitter kit so you can transmit wirelessly to a subwoofer. And I haven't even gotten to the front panel yet. Wait, wait, wait. So, I, got a, I got a quick question about, about the guts. Um, shoot. Can this be a Rune endpoint? Not yet. Um, and that's not necessarily the product. It's more because the... The solution to make this wireless uh, uses DTS PlayFi. And under mm -hmm. DTS PlayFi, you can access your Pandora, Spotify, Tidal, Kobuz, Amazon Music. Uh, I can go on and on. Sirius XM satellite radio, pretty much any internet radio station on the planet using an internet radio function or iHeartRadio. Uh, and then what you can do with all of those different streaming services. So I have most of those we just mentioned. And kind of getting into them think about how many times you open an app you're like ah oh, that album's not on this uh here or i've got a playlist saved on spotify but not on title or whatever uh, on the front panel of prime wireless there are two knobs the one on the right is for volume up and down and then the one on the left allows you to switch those inputs that we were speaking to a moment ago or mm -hmm. access presets and this is where Prime Wireless kind of adds functionality for a family or for ease of use. So think of your car radio. And in your car radio, you have six presets typically on the front. Well, it's the same way Prime Wireless works. The difference being, instead of being local radio stations, it can be your, your Pandora rock playlist, your Spotify playlist for the weekend. Uh, then you can have another one that's your Howard Stern Sirius XM uh, preset. Another one could be your local sports radio station. So in my case, I have Prime Wireless sitting here on my desk, and below the desk, I have uh, an SB1000 subwoofer. And this is where I create PowerPoint. And uh, I can just hit a button simply here on the front panel, and it goes right to my Hans Zimmer playlist. And my family knows that if they hear that, um, don't come in because I'm in the zone. And uh, all I do is I just simply hit a button, and it automatically starts. I don't have to open an app. I don't have to get into Pandora or nothing. Larry, 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 you know what? I'm a huge Hans Zimmer fan. I, uh, yeah, and I, I think all of us that watch these know that I am as well. So that's cool to hear that. Yeah, I, I, Interstellar is actually one of my uh, favorite um, soundtracks of all time. Yeah, um, but that's, I mean, that pales in comparison to the long list of of accolades that Hans Zimmer has. But um, I bet it sounds really good coming out of that. Now, right behind you, Nick. Um, up there where you have your action figures uh is that are those it right there yeah these are a, a pair of prime wireless and uh prime wireless speakers and i will boil it down a little bit differently than than larry did i think he really got into the functionality the connectivity um sort of the sophistication of them but really you know to, to boil it down one of the big points of creating prime wireless was when you look at the wireless audio category it's always been 
I don't know if compromise is the right word, but you have these single speaker solutions. You have these little dots. You have these little things that they don't necessarily provide an engaging, convincing, immersive experience. They're sort of background music, like Larry was saying. One of the important things we wanted to do is make it a true stereo system. You know, if you've listened to Channel, you know that imaging and, and having that soundstage from, from two speakers working together is always going to provide a much more engaging listening experience than having, you know, a speaker sitting by itself sort of off to the side. And, you know, so by having the, uh, the dual speaker setup, you know, that really allows us to take advantage of the stereo image and specifically for music listening, it brings it to life in a way that I think a lot of the wireless audio solutions out there really can't, um, you know, but then also layering on some of this future facing technology that, that Larry was mentioning. And with DTS PlayFi, um, you know, we have a 192 kilohertz 24 bit DAC in there. And through DTS PlayFi, they have what's called critical listening mode. And that allows you to stream at full bit rate. So you're not compromising the sound at all. It's not compressed. So whether it's Cobuzz or whether you're listening to Amazon Music HD, you get those ultra HD tracks at full fidelity. And a lot of the wireless audio solutions out there simply can't process that much information to really get the, to extract the full uh, fidelity from these tracks. And I think that was one of the big sticking points in developing this was we need to be able to render the highest resolution files at full fidelity. So people who truly want to hear their music at its best can do that and not feel compromised for having a wireless audio solution. So whether that's the, excuse me, sound base or the prime wireless speaker system, you know, those are really important factors for us to put sound quality first and still have those lifestyle and those sort of sophisticated user interface qualities, but really make it just sound amazing and make that the priority. And then all the other things sort of follow suit. And it's so simple to use too. And I, I know we listed off a whole bunch between the two of us there, but after you do initial setup, if you never want to touch an app, you never have to again, because you just save your presets there on a front panel. But you know, we're a family of five in my house and we all listen to different things. So the other benefit of the uh, multi-room capabilities under the PlayFi app with Prem Wireless is you could put these speakers all over your house, just like you would some of those other multi-room solution solutions that are out there. And you can do stereo pair, in all your different rooms, or you can do a single speaker. And there's a switch on the back to go between stereo and mono. And what it does is then biamps itself. So it's even got a little more robust sound with a single speaker. But you can put them all over and then use the DTS PlayFi app. You could play Pandora downstairs, Spotify upstairs, music off your hard drive in another room, music off your device in one room, listen to your local sports radio station. It goes on and I, I love it. And uh, Nick says, I set them up all over the place. And uh, I, we take them to our events and let people listen to them. I've set them up in stores. I've got three pairs of prime wireless here in the house and then two of the sound base amplifiers too. So I, we live it and uh, use it every single day. And one other thing I'll just throw on to that is unlike some of the closed wireless audio solutions out there that make you stick with that one brand, DTS PlayFi allows you to integrate multiple uh, products from different brands, whether it's an AV receiver, another set of wireless speakers. So, you know, you could have your SVS zone in, in this room, and then you could have your uh, X brand. I guess I won't throw any love to the competition, but, you know, there's there's up to, I think there's about 35, 40 different manufacturers that are now using PlayFi in some way. Um, so it just allows you to have a more open ecosystem in your home and not be married to one specific brand of products. Sure. Absolutely. And I got a chance to play with the, uh, the DTS PlayFi app when um, when Giles fired up the the sound base at his house and uh, we, actually him and I f were trying to figure it out together and uh, I downloaded the app on my phone and I started messing around with uh, you know the the you know, obviously the subwoofer and everything and it, it all works really easily it's not it's not a how can I explain this it's sometimes you come across apps where you're like oh my god what do I do now you know <laughs> but this one it was so simplistic, but yet feature rich that, you know, it, it didn't, I didn't have to hop any, any hurdles to, to get through it, you know? So it, it, that's good that you guys use that because I mean, let's be honest, a lot of, uh, and I'm looking at some right now, a lot of, uh, powered speakers are very basic. You know, you got an amplifier, a couple speakers, you know, a couple drivers and, and your connections, maybe Bluetooth if you're lucky. And you're done, you know, um, and the fact that you guys have an actual app that integrates with it. And another, another thing that really caught my, my attention was the independent power to each driver. That is really cool as well. So yeah, I'm actually excited to possibly hear these someday and, 
and uh and show them off to the world but um but yeah that how did i miss that guys what's wrong with I, me? I love it and you know i i travel with uh so for what i'm the trainer for the brand so i'm constantly well not not currently but uh for the first four years of my uh role with the company i was going into stores across the country and engaging with the retail staff and doing the events like uh, nick and i uh nick and gary and ken and i do and we would take a kit. I've got this huge uh, full-size suitcase. Uh, it's called Storm Case, a big Pelican-like camera-style case that I travel around with. It has the Prime Wireless in it and a sound base amp, and we just take them all over the country and let people listen to them. And the response is nuts because you don't expect you know, an audiophile experience to come out of a small powered bookshelf that also gives you all those other solutions. And then on top of that is extremely attainable for a lot of people because there are other products that are in the same category that, like you said, you're looking at a pair now that um, I could probably guess a couple of the products that are there, but you know, they don't offer some of the solutions that are here mm -hmm. and it really makes it a more user-friendly experience, more open to more people. And Nick talked about mixing with other brands, you know, I, two receiver brands in particular, Ankyo and Pioneer work with uh, DTS PlayFi. So mm -hmm. say you've got a system downstairs in your living room, well, you're probably not going to put a pair of powered bookshelves down there, but you might have a pair up in your office or in your kitchen or in your bedroom or, you know, your den, wherever. And they'll all talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how cool it is to have uh, six PlayFi speakers going. So I've got the pair here in my office and the, the prime wireless are scattered throughout the house. So those three pair and then throwing on the seven channel sound system at the same time and just you hear it throughout the entire house and probably a few houses down. Okay. So guys, I couldn't help but notice when Giles was plugging in his subwoofer, he was using an SVS branded uh, interconnect. So is this something you guys are going to be exploring as, as more accessories and, and things of that sort? You know, Mike, it's, it's practical for us to do something like that, to have an accessory line that, that complements our products. And, you know, what's, what's cool is that we can bring our same sort of design ethos to the world of accessories, which I think, you know, as one of the, the most sort of uh, hardened audiophile debates is like, how much do cables really improve the, uh, you know, the sound quality? And, and I think, you know, when you, you spark that topic, you get anywhere from, you know, people vehemently denying that anything other than lamp cord is going to sound better. And then you have other people who are like, no, I have these, you know, silver plated, you know, Himalayan air, you know, whatever that uh, simply make me hear God whenever I plug them into my speakers. So there, there's really a divergence there. And so we wanted to, you know, create that sort of truly high-end experience with the look and the feel, but also the pristine signal transfer with, with, with our uh, SoundPath cables. Um, you know, but it's not just cables. We do have the interconnect that you mentioned. We do have our SoundPath Ultra speaker cable, which is uh, shielded and, and has a, you know, a really nice sort of firm feel to it. And then we have a more conventional, um, you know, a, SoundPath one speaker cable, which is meant for sort of longer runs, um, not as uh, not as pretty as the SoundPath uh, Ultra cables. Um, but Larry, I saw you pulled something up there earlier. We, it's not just cables that we're offering. What else is in our uh, SoundPath line there? This is the SoundPath subwoofer isolation system. And what it is, it's uh, an isolation pad footing uh, that you hear about. But this one's designed for our subwoofers or any subwoofer. And the purpose, and it's got a lot more I'll jump into in a sec, but the real purpose of it is to decouple your subwoofer from your floor so that you don't get as much bass transference out of that room, tightens up the sound in that space. Uh, you don't have the rattling. I've got two albums that I've knocked off my wall up here, uh, thanks to Hans Zimmer over the last couple weeks. And that's even with these in here. But what they'll do is you take the existing feet off of your subwoofer, replace them with these and you get about two inches of space between your floor and by removing it from the foundation it allows the base waves to stay in that space as opposed to really exiting especially if you're like an apartment or a townhome i won't disturb your neighbors as much my neighbor next door there's probably 25 feet between the houses and i do have a subwoofer down in the living room and it's in the far back corner and it's the pc 2000 pro so it is on the uh the isolation system, but it's on a concrete slab on tile, but he knows when I'm playing a new movie and uh, gets a kick. He's like, okay, Larry, uh, what are you playing today? But these things have made it a lot easier for him. 
I will tell you that. And, you know, my family, when they're downstairs, if I'm in here, they don't quite feel the disruption as much. But I use them on turntables. Um, I had a turntable back here, but I sent it back to uh, get a different one. Uh, that's 200 SCD player that these will go back under here pretty soon. Golly, that thing's old. 1995, I think. Um, <laughs> just remembered that. Um, goes back to my best buy days. But under bookshelf towers, uh, bookshelves or towers, under speaker stands, uh, if you stack components down in my living room, my components are inside a TV cabinet. So there's not a lot of breathing room when the 4K player is sitting on the receiver. So putting these between the two gives me more airflow for doing a Star Wars marathon or something like that. Uh, so it, it's really a solution that can be used anywhere. And it's a four pack for $49.99 or a six pack for $69.99. And the four so pack will work on 90% of subs that are out there. But the six pack you need for the big guys, like our big PB4000 or PB16 Ultras or some of the very large dual driver solutions out there from other manufacturers. Well, Larry, what people don't sometimes understand is that isolation helps out a lot with other components as well. Um, cause, cause vibration is a thing, you know, and, and until I saw it myself and heard it myself, uh, be auditioned to me, I didn't believe it. You know, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I had that mentality and I had that, and that's the thing. A lot of people have the mentality that certain things are snake oil or like Nick was saying, you know, uh, the, the shielded, you know, it'll make you hear God. There are extreme, there's extremism in every hobby, unfortunately, but oh, yeah. there's also sound science, you know, and things that work. So I think your guys' products are quality because I have actually held the, the speaker cable and oh, not speaker cable, the, the interconnect and it, it felt nice. It felt sturdy. It felt, you know, quality. So and I think to, to add on to that, you know, with the cables, you know, we offer uh, your choice of terminations. We do all sorts of different lengths. So we really try to make it easy for, uh, you know, for, for people to get exactly what they want. You're not just locked into, you know, one size fits all. You can get the, uh, you know, banana on one end, spades on the other end, a bare wire if you prefer that. It just allows the, you know, consumer to really choose what's best for their specific system. Um, and, and, you know, back to the isolation system, I mean, as simple as that thing looks, the development required to find the right kind of elastomer, like the actual rubber footing, like that took us months just testing all sorts of different things using different kinds of, uh, you know, shockwave testing to see what's going to decouple the subwoofer most effectively. So, you know, we really did our homework to develop a product that would, would be rock solid and, and actually provide real benefit to people who, you know, are often angering their neighbors or bothering roommates, but also, you know, just annoyed by rattling knickknacks or pictures on the wall, stuff like that. It's a, uh, it's really a cool solution for that. Um, the only other sound path solution I'll mention since we are on the topic is our wireless audio adapter. And again, it's just a sensible product for us. You know, not everyone wants to have that long RCA interconnect cable run. You know, if you have your subwoofer in the back of the room or on the sidewall. Um, so by having this wireless transmitter, you can get, you know, virtually no delay, a pristine audio signal sent to the subwoofer up to 50 feet. And uh, it's really sort of a, an easy way to expand the placement po uh, possibilities for your subwoofer um, and just get rid of some of the cable clutter that I know people are really trying to avoid now with, with some of these cleaner setups and, and uh, making the room look as tidy as possible. So um, I'll throw a, an exclusive teaser for you, Mike, here at the Audio Architects that there may, there may be a new version of the wireless transmitter coming soon. So that is my big teaser for the night. And it's probably uh, not that sexy, but hey, I want to <laughs> hey, it's something new to, yeah. uh, to chew on here. And so uh, be on the lookout for uh, another wireless audio adapter coming down the line. Well, Nick, what I think is awesome is that you guys are getting into a lot of different things. And I'm, I'm not only excited to, to see what's going to come for the future, but uh, also, you know, what you guys have going on right now, you know, because you guys, you literally can now with SBS, you can create an entire home theater solution when, you know, before you guys were just known for like, dude, they make some really awesome subwoofers, you know, and now you guys are a full home theater solution. And I know a buddy of mine up in Canada, Barrett from Spec of Tech, he uses your, mm -hmm. uh, I believe it's the Prime Wireless Tower. No, the Prime, the Ultra Tower. Ultra Tower. Yeah. I always get my names wrong. Man, can you imagine the, uh, the fury and the, uh, the happy people if they heard uh, an Ultra Wireless Tower, but that'd be nuts. <laughs> So don't, don't expect that guys. Let's not yeah. tease what, uh, what's yeah, not, no, that's not happening. It just, 
I know people have asked for it now. So but he, he has spoken your praises, and I, I haven't I haven't heard an Ultra Tower. Um, now, which brings me to a good question: What big box stores are you guys still in? Because I, I know they're falling like dominoes right now. Um, unfortunately, big box. R.I.P. Fries. We we're in retailers across the country, and uh, we we've been in Magnolia Design Centers now for s- almost seven years. Uh, so there's 86 or 87 of those now. They've actually opened a few more uh, during this last year. So there's Magnolia Design Centers, and this past August we went into Magnolia Home Theater, of mm-hmm. which there's another 300 of those. So we are in nearly 400 Best Buy stores across the country. Um, and inside there, you'll find two of our subwoofers at the Magnolia Home Theater. And at the Magnolia Design Center, you'll see a couple more subwoofers and our uh, 5.1 surround sound package, the Prime Sat 5.1. And then across the country, we have independent dealers and regional dealers that we're in. And you'll find some that have uh, subs and speakers or one or the other. But for the most part, all of our independent partners will display both uh, speakers and subwoofers. And it's a phenomenal experience to go in and see that. And you've got some that have set up entire SVS theaters. And mm-hmm. uh, it it's, it's feels so cool to see that uh, whenever a store appreciates what we do to the point where they've done it. It's not something we set up. It's something they've gone out and done on their own. And Mike, if I can speak to your point that you brought up uh, a couple minutes ago about sort of how we've emerged from being just a subwoofer brand. I mean, that, that took quite a while, and, and the industry is actually littered with speaker brands that tried to become great subwoofer brands and vice versa, subwoofer brands that tried to make great speakers. And it really wasn't like an overnight thing. We, we launched our Ultra Series, gosh, I think eight years ago now, yeah. maybe a little longer. Um, and they, they had a, you know, a nice following. They, you know, we certainly did well with them off the bat. We launched prime, you know, they started doing well. We launched prime elevation, which became our most popular speaker because it integrated with so many other brands of speakers as a Dolby Atmos height effect speaker. And then we launched prime pinnacle here within the last two years. And that's really what put us on the map as sort of a legit hi-fi slash home theater speaker brand. I think, you know, we, we were working our way up and we had certainly uh, earned credibility from reviewers and a lot of the uh, the third-party testimonials about our products and, and specifically our speakers. But once we had Prime Elevation and Prime Pinnacle, it really sort of put us front and center as um, you know a, a legit full-fledged audio manufacturer, not just OSVS, that subwoofer company that makes speakers. And so we're really proud of that. And actually now speakers and cables, or uh, accessories, I should say, are, are the fastest growing part of what SVS does. And you know, so that's exciting for us. Like Larry said, you know, to see a full on 5.1.2 or whatever system set up in a, in a large independent retailer, you know, to us, that gets us really excited because, you know, even three, four years ago, they wouldn't even thought about it. They're like, oh, I'm going to put your subwoofers with, with this brand of speaker. Yeah. And now, you know, they want our, we want the energy that we're bringing. And it's really kind of a cool thing. Yeah, I, I would love to hear a, a setup like that. You know, I, I haven't yet heard a uh a fully fledged SVS system 5.1 system. So, and I think the, the elevation speakers are a great idea as well. You know, kind of cuts, cuts down on the, having to drill holes in the wall on the ceilings. Right. Yeah. It gets rid of that need for the architectural speakers. And you know, the uh, Larry's a big fan of the, the bracket. He could t- spend all day talking about the uh, brilliance of that bracket. He's, he's always got one close at hand there. Well, I know a lot of people want the the clean look of an end ceiling speaker, you know, the architectural design where you can paint over it and stuff. And yeah, that's great. It looks cool in a room. Uh, drawback to them is they're typically not really meant for what people are putting them in their homes for. They're not meant for being loud over the top home theater experiences. It's normally designed for background music or subtle theater. And you're typically not really sitting near them. And mm-hmm. so they're shooting straight down. They may have an angle tweeter, but it's not really driving a whole lot of sound to you. So the design of Prime Elevation came uh, from a lot of thought. And the real design behind it is to implement a better solution than an in-ceiling or a ceiling bounce for people trying to do Dolby Atmos. And if you think about how difficult it is to actually install an architectural speaker, if you're not mechanically inclined, it can take you days to do four speakers. With prime elevation, all you have to do is have the wire in place, whether you run it up a wall around your door frame or pull it through the uh, 
the uh, drywall, something along those lines. You don't have to go and cut a 10-inch hole, insert a box or anything like that. You literally take the speaker, and I'll show you. I've got one hanging on the wall above me here. But if you – let me unconnect this. You get two pieces to a mount. You get this piece right here that goes on your wall mm. and this piece right here that goes on your speaker. And you can maybe see if I can turn it right. You've got these pegs, and the pegs just go inside – these keyholes. So before I show you how that goes, I will turn my laptop up here. Maybe. So I've got an extra camera on there, so I'm sorry, but that's prime elevation up there. And you can see there's a couple albums that I've knocked down on either side of it there. But that took me about seven minutes of speaker to install. And that's because it's just taking these four screws and these points here, getting it in there, getting at least two of them in a stud because they are, you know, a nine pound speaker. And then you just simply take the speaker, put it in there, and you just lock it in place. That's it. There's nothing to it more than that. And if you're okay with the drill, you can hang a speaker. And you can put them in the front. You can put them in the back. You can do them. Mine in here are top middle. If you want to go on the ceiling, in the package, we include this piece right here. This is our lock kit. And what it does, because this is a keyhole, you don't want a big old speaker falling on your head. It literally just slides onto the mount and prevents the speaker from moving if it's hanging up above you. But now you've got a solution that is a full range speaker. It's not a frequency limited speaker like a topper. Uh, it's more capable than an in-ceiling speaker. And at $400 a pair, it's a solution that can go in nearly any home. Uh, can go in an apartment because it's simply just four screws in a wall. Most apartments don't seem to care about that. Because you just, you know, when you move out, you fill it with toothpaste and paint it real quick. Uh, so nobody knows. Um, but there's the, the amazing blend between this speaker and another brand. And mm -hmm. that's where I think a lot of people come upon finding the elevation is that it will blend with a lot of other brands. So you can now add Atmos to rooms where you previously couldn't. And they're great for surrounds. They're great for height effects. Uh, we have people using them as center channels below screens, kind of firing back up into the room. So there's a lot of opportunity. They're great as a tabletop solution. You want a, you want a great desk experience? Get a sound base amplifier with a pair of uh, prime elevation. Just set them on your tabletop, and the sound just kind of comes right up at you. I never thought about that. That is actually yeah, a really good idea. And they come in gloss white and look pretty hot on a tabletop, too. I don't know what's with me in gloss white lately. I think you guys are picking up on that now. Like, like, like honestly, if I got the the uh, the prime wireless uh, you know, powered speakers, gloss white all the way. Yeah, I think we can make that happen. <laughs> well, I, I do want to uh, pair them against uh, what I have now, and I think they're. In, I'll, I'll be honest with you: in <laughs> features alone, features alone, they already won. You know, they don't even need to sound good. Features alone, they already won. But I know they're going to sound great. And, and you know, the more I, I kind of learn and experience the ecosystem that is SVS, you guys just impress me more and more and more because there's there's so much you know, moving forward, a lot of companies are putting a lot of uh, their, their coins in the piggy bank, so to speak, with with architectural speakers. Have you guys have noticed a lot of companies are jumping on that bandwagon right now. However, you know, that just takes their focus away from the foundation, you know, over their focus away from subwoofers, from speakers, from whatever they're originally doing. I think that you guys created a great great option by offering those elevation speakers because you're not trying to to you know get into too many facets where you guys start to like spread out spread yourselves too thin right that way you you can focus on your core on your core stuff you know i'm so glad you brought that up because you know i think one of our our missions has always been to to introduce products that weren't me too you know they're not just trying to piggyback off of you know what we think is popular they're they're bringing something fresh and new whether that's you know, performance for the price or whether it's just a solution that's not available, you know, based on, uh, you know, what's out there, like, you know, a, an elevation speaker that actually can be mounted on a high on a sidewall or over, you know, over top on the ceiling. Um, you know, and it, it, it's also funny too, because, you know, a lot of times I think brands listen to their customers too much. And a lot of times people are telling us, when are you guys going to do a 36 inch driver subwoofer? When are you going to do it? You know, this massive dual, you know, 20 inch, whatever. And it's like, you know, that, that's a great product for a very small percentage of humanity. 
but we want to create solutions that get more people interested in the hobby and, and has them, you know, drawn to us because it's like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Not like, whoa, they could do that. So they did, you know, it, it's more practical that way. And we think it grows the hobby in general, which is really, you know, what we're kind of all about is being more inclusive and getting more people into this demystifying what I think a lot of people think is complicated and, and hard to figure out, you know, reviewing and uh, replacing cables and switching stuff out aside. I know you have your own separate set of challenges, but for the general consumer, they want something they can buy and, and not feel like they regret it after a, a year and, uh, and and really just have a, an immersive experience whenever they want it. And I think that's where we're really, our focus is, is creating those kind of solutions that gets more people to realize that, um, you know, that's available and it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg. It can be, uh, you know, easy to install and, and really deliver all the, uh, you know, excitement that you would get from a, a super expensive system or even a trip to a, you know, movie theater. Well, I think SVS is smart. Uh, and I think they're smart for several reasons. One of them is they know their audience and they know their consumer and they know who's going to be buying their products and they're making products for them, you know, and the more people learn about it, the more, cause a lot of people aren't like us. Let's be honest. A lot of people aren't, you know, changing things out every 10 seconds and, and, and worrying about, you know, and measuring things with, with, you know, DS or with, uh, you know, my, my, my REW people aren't doing that normally. Like normal human beings don't do that. So you've created these, these lines of products that are, that are easy to use, sound fantastic, you know, and are priced reasonably. You, you, you nailed the three main objectives for anything, you know, for any company of, of any. There's one more, Mike, and I don't want this to just be like, you know, the, the SVS, you know, glowing hour, but, um, you know, we take care of our, our people too. You know, if you, bought a product and you're not happy with it, we offer to trade you up. You know, if you have a 45 days, you get, you know, free shipping. We have a lot of um, things that protect you and, and make it rewarding to be an SVS owner. And I think that's that's also part of what we are and who we are. And, you know, our, our director of technology and customer service, Ed Mullen, I call him the legendary Ed Mullen because he's been with our company building subwoofers in a garage in Youngstown, Ohio, you know, back on the day one when, when SVS was founded. And, you know, to have that sort of legacy with with somebody who's just answered every single question in the book and continues to just be a rock for uh, for our brand and, and delivering just amazing service to people. You know, even Gary, right from the top, he says, it doesn't matter. We'll always take care of people like that is our number one focus, you know, after whether you're an existing customer, whether you're, you know, somebody who's looking to move on from another brand or whether you've already returned your product. Like it's all about just making sure that we take care of people. And, and that's not lip service. It's, it's a true thing. Everyone says they deliver great support, but we actually believe in it. Um, and really try to put it front and center in terms of who we are, uh, backed by everything that you had mentioned prior as well. Yeah. There's and it goes right into the warranty that. too. Yeah. And yeah. you know, the warranty five years on our speakers and subs, and you really don't see that. And that includes the amplifiers. So if you kind of look at the warranty that's offered by other manufacturers, it might be one year on the amp and two years on the driver or one and three. But this is five years. It's an unconditional warranty on all of our speakers and all of our subwoofers. So it's a really cool, just more peace of mind, kind of go into that performance story, the attainable value story. And then we want to be there to support you from beginning to end as well. well the warranty is not going to, the warranty, <laughs> I'll buy new speakers before the warranty ends. <laughs> I'm saying Most like, likely. we'll even take care of people who are, you know, a couple months out of warranty, like, Oh, you know, whatever happened, my cat scratched up my driver or something like that. And, you know, we're not going to let you just fail. Oh, sorry. It's been a week since your warranty expired. It's, it's never going to be like that when you deal with SVS. So um, if that's important to you, I think there's a, uh, you know, something to be said for the value of, of actually taking care of people as a, uh, you know, as a customer. Well, as long as you replace the driver and uh, adopt the cat, because if, if I had a cat and it scratched up one of my woofers, that, that cat's going with you too. <laughs> yeah, we're a house full of dogs, so we're very cognizant of that. Yeah. No, and, and you know what's funny is uh, uh, not to bring up one of your your, your competitors, but uh, I'm good buddies with uh, Andrew over at uh, Martin Logan, and he said he is very happy that he has a down firing sub because of his cat. So, mm -hmm. and, and I'm like, you know. Oh, I, if I had an animal that was was prone to to destroy my audio equipment, I wouldn't want that animal. It but, is a, there's uh, a weird 
relationship between cats and subwoofers though i i've had i've seen some more pictures on instagram and whatever with with people's cats like and they have these little like cat rugs or beds on top of the subwoofer and i guess they just like to hear it purr i, I don't know what it is but uh, it's a nice resting place i guess maybe because they're so big and I, I don't know it seems like it would scare it but uh I've seen a lot of, of cats and subwoofers being uh, very close and, and uh, affectionate with each other. Makes me way too nervous. Every time I see those pictures, I actually have a small anxiety attack inside my, myself because I'm like, God, you know. <laughs> um, one last thing I want to talk about, PB16. Um, actually, 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 hold on one second. The I want small to talk one. About, yeah. I want to talk about the, I'm sorry, not the PB16. SB16, right? That's the one I wanted to talk about. That's your big daddy. Okay. 16-inch driver. Let me go ahead and share that screen again for those of you that haven't seen this absolute work of art. Uh, okay. Can you guys see it okay? Oh, yep. glorious. Look at that. Would you look at that? Would you just look at it? Uh, is this going to come in, in, in piano gloss white by chance? Uh. <laughs> Uh, Mike, unfortunately, this is there's no uh, imminent announcement about our largest subwoofers in piano gloss white, but I will certainly pass it along to our development team, and uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll see what we can do for a custom finish there down the line at some point. Well, for the people watching right now, actually, the people are going to be listening to it. So for you, those of you listening, you have to now click through to the YouTube channel and watch this. So uh, look at those reviews; those are five star reviews. You know, normally a lot of companies will have you know, four, four and a half, four and a quarter. No, this is a solid five stars. And the price, two Gs, that is fair. That is super fair um, for a, a monster like this. This is 16 inches sealed, and you have the ported version as well, which I, I've seen a lot of people with the ported version, and they, they do strange things with the, uh, with the portholes. Hold on. Nothing weird, that weird, but like, hold on. <laughs> It's about the port plugs. Yes, yeah. they'll they'll plug one hole and they'll kind of like tune it the way they want it, you know, which I think is pretty cool. But uh, how do you guys prefer your 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 designation when you're playing with this one? Well, that's that's one of the cool things with now every SVS ported sub from the 1000 Pro up to the 16 Ultra. We've been able to trickle down every bit of technology from this guy down to now the where we start as a brand with the 1000 Pro. So if you look at all of our ported models, they have that phone app uh, that comes with it. It's included. Uh, you just download it to your Android or Apple or Amazon device, and you can then control any one of our subwoofers. And with the port tuning, what it allows you to do, I, I, um, this has been a, I've been doing a lot of training, so this is a conversation that's come up recently, is uh, ported or sealed. And you know the, the conversation goes to, well, sealed us for music and ported us for movies. And that's not really the case uh, because with the control and capability of all of our subs with the app, you can really make them more flexible. But when you look at our ported models, you can contact us and for free, we will ship you plugs for the ports. And whether it's a two port or three port model, depending on the series, we'll send you two or three ports. And in the app, you bring up a function called port tuning. And the port tuning allows you to plug either one or all of the ports. And then in the app, you change it from what's called um, standard mode, which is all the ports open, which will operate as a ported sub, go deep, go low, go loud, uh, still be very accurate. Or you can plug up one port and goes to what's called extended mode and it changes the frequencies and actually changes the operation of the amp as well. You can't just plug a sock into a ported sub and hope that it works. That's not the way it works. These are actually tuned and uh, frequency adjusted ports and so you plug up one port change the app to extended mode and you've got an entirely new tuning set up for that room where you can go in and use the app to adjust your volume your frequency and all that stuff too but if you do want a little bit tighter more refined sound you just plug up the other ports and now you've just created a much larger sealed cabinet and so if you want the output and experience of a theatrical base imax level subwoofer you do that with the ported sub and then if you also want the tight, refined, a um, little bit quicker response of the sealed subwoofer, you can do that with our ported subs too by simply plugging them up. And then you can save a preset in the app 
So down in my living room, we do this. We have a, a movie mode, louder, more over the top than it needs to be. And then we can have a mute mode or a TV mode where we adjust volume and stuff. But in, in an environment where you do music and movies, you can choose to have one of your presets saved as music where you've plugged up the ports if you want that different type of sound. No ludicrous mode? You can do that too, man. So that, that's one of the fun aspects too. I've, uh, I've taken some Mac stacks in some stores to 100 with these things. And I don't know if you, you don't want to have the speakers connected at that point, but it's really fun to do. Nick, Nick, I think Larry enjoys taking his work home with him. I agree. I do. I, I get stupid loud, as uh, everybody Wait, in the company has to say. you have a 16 at your house? Uh, so I had an SB16 down in the living room for a while. And, you know, having a family of five and also quite a few dogs running around, um, it was out in a position I didn't feel safe putting it. So now we have the PC2000 Pro. And my TV downstairs sits in a corner. So you don't even know the TV's there. It's, I mean, the subwoofer's there. It sits back behind it. And it's mm -hmm. fantastic for that. But uh, we've got a couple subs in the house. And um, you know, I, I've been known, as we said earlier, to get ex exponentially loud. But the <laughs> PB16 is, is a lot of fun to play with. I brought it home for a while just to play with it for a bit. And oh, um, to say uh, I've knocked some things down in my house that upset my wife, um, and cause some big fights would be a very large understatement there. Makeup in the toilet. That's never a good thing when you're watching <laughs> the toilet. Yeah. So, okay. So not to make this, not to make this sound like a, like an infomercial for SVS, but like, I'm just looking at the, your guys's features here on, as on, on free shipping. So you order within three hours and 57 minutes and it ships free tomorrow. That's like Amazon, you know, that's Amazon fast. Um, you got d different types of credit. You got Amazon payments, PayPal credit. You got some sort of, uh, some sort of credit option over here. Um, that is rad. So you're giving people different ways to pay. You're giving them fast and free shipping. And I know how much it costs to ship a subwoofer of this size and it is not a cheap process. So people need to consider that value as well. Cause a lot of other companies will charge you shipping. Um, and it's just a monster. It's 1,500 watts of RMS. That is just, dude, that'll rattle some walls, 100%. Yeah, but, but, unique too. I mean, we, we did a lot with the 16 Ultras to make them truly reference. I mean, the 8-inch Edgewound voice coil was, was like revolutionary. It allowed us to have a level of driver control that just wasn't possible with, with larger driver subwoofers in the past. And that was one of the... Uh, the, the critical points of designing, you know, a subwoofer this large is and why we hadn't done it before, because we couldn't have that sort of pristine sound quality. It would just sort of um, be a little bit overwhelming in terms of the, uh, you know, the overall output, but not with that sort of crisp, clean, you know, transient speed that uh, that we were known for. And so by having this uh, voice coil design and, and using the uh, fully discrete MOSFET amplifier, it, it allowed us to, to create that level of control. And then it works so well that we've adapted it down through our every single subwoofer we now offer. And uh, not the 8-inch Edron voice coil. That is exclusive to the 16 <laughs> We, we do unique things with uh, with all of our voice coils. The 3000 series, we have a, uh, let's see if I get this right, split wind, edge wound voice coil, which basically means go. the two poles on the former where the edge, uh, the voice coil is wrapped around, they have a thicker wrap of copper. And that means at those peak excursion levels, you're getting more magnetic. So you're getting just greater sheer output when it's really hitting those peak uh, moments with a, you know, massive actions movie scene or a bass drop in an EDM track. Um, and it's something that you just wouldn't expect from the subwoofers of that size at that price. Um, so we, we always try to bring something fresh with each new model. And, uh, you know, I think they're, uh, as much as I could just talk about voice coils all day, I'm not sure that's what, uh, what people necessarily want to hear about, but, uh, it does make it exciting telling the story when, when they all have sort of these unique features that, that really make them special. Dude, can I get this in gloss white? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I tell you, the the gloss white will is right now one thousand pro. Um, we we do have requests for others, but uh, two thousand pro, no minute plans. Yeah, the two thousand pro we did a special run of is white as well. Um, come and on, people, uh, people yeah, people think, watching right now, take a vote. You know, vote somewhere. I don't know. I'll, I'll create a vote. <laughs> you guys need to vote for this gloss white to hit them all, all of them. That would be so cool, guys. 
But uh, the only reason I'm excited about it is because it, it's a it's a beautiful finish, you know, and it's unique. You know, it's very unique. You don't see a lot of gloss white, you know, subwoofers out there. So it's something really, really unique to to your brand now, you know. I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's a win, and I think the SB two SB one thousand Pro is going to be a win as well because it it looks very compact. Because I I, re, I remember correctly, the SB two thousand Pro uh, was very very uh, compact, super super. Yeah. It's a seventeen it's inch cube on the two thousand Pro, and this one is about fourteen and a half inch cube. That's actually a little bit smaller. What? Um, but uh, yeah, they're they're tiny. I've got one under my desk. And it's out of the way, um, and so it, it is the most compact one in our lineup. But don't let that fool you. As, as Nick says, I love talking about the 1000 series because it is the most unassumingly powerful subwoofer you will encounter uh, at its price point and performance, and it's the one that always garners the most. Holy s! I can't believe what I just heard. Uh, whenever we demo that at events or in stores. All right, let me let me play the devil's advocate a little bit. So SB1000 Pro, SB2000 Pro, what, what am I gaining by going to the 2000 Pro aside from possibly not being able to get it in gloss white? <laughs> well, you're, you're going to get more power right off the bat, uh, more sheer output, more frequency capabilities and hitting lower and higher octaves of bass. And so it will take on larger rooms, uh, be more present at lower volumes. And uh, just simply, it, it is a step up. And part of our goal as a brand is to make, when we introduce a new product, we want it to step on the toes of the model above. Mm-hmm. You know, the way you don't sacrifice if you're not moving into that next realm. But we have a lot of people that say might be looking at the 16 Ultra. And we might have them move from 16 Ultra to two SB3000s instead. And at the same price, adding a secondary sub, you are going to have a better experience all the way around. But if you look at 1000 Pro and 2000 Pro, uh, you are gaining quite a bit of just simply mainly output, power, and like I said, the low frequency range. There are a few hertz difference in the octaves as well. It's it's funny too, Mike. The, we're, we're notorious for talking people out of buying more subwoofer than they need. You know, it's like, we'll have somebody call up. I saw the PB16. I want it. I have a 10 by 10 room and I'm going to get duels. And we're like, dude, you are not going to be using half the capacity that that subwoofer is capable of. Please let us bring you to a, you know, PB 3000 or, you know, something like that. And uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun problem to have, but we'll never try to upsell people just because it's a more expensive model. And like Larry said, it's our goal to sort of create the sort of uh, the trickle down technology that makes you wonder do I need that next step up or will I be great with the, you know, 2000 pro versus 3000 series. And we'll, we'll be there to talk about room specs, listening preferences, things that, you know, really matter when making that decision. Um, but we're totally fine with, you know, one of our series taking away sales from another series. It just doesn't matter. We want what's best, uh, the best solution possible for each individual. And we want to set, you know, performance benchmarks at every level. And so if that means having a, you know, a product that, creeps in on the performance of the one above it that's totally fine um you know as long as we're creating happy uh listeners then that's ultimately the the bottom line that matters most dude that's incredible and and that's part of the process that you guys offer is is that personalized process um and that kind of harkens back to what i said in the beginning with your happy hour um people like seeing a face you know, people like knowing there's a face behind the brand. There's so many brands out there that you, you just, they feel cold because there's no personality to it. You know, I'm not going to name any names, but a, a lot of them that are, you know, conglomerately owned by, by huge umbrellas uh, don't really have a face because they don't do things like this. They don't take the time to do things like this. And, and when they do, it you know, is what it is. But um I like the fact that you guys are consistent and obviously the fact that we can't do in-person stuff right now, you guys thought of a way, a super smart way to stay in touch with your consumer, which is your Thursday night happy hour, which you do twice a month, right? So we're, we're pretty consistent with twice a month. We, uh, we sometimes schedule them around announcements and, uh, I think we can touch on that there in a minute, but typically we try to do them every other week or at least once every three weeks, um, you know, and try not to let it go too much in between that. That's awesome. And next week you have a particular, uh, episode scheduled for Thursday night at what time? 
Mike, I'm so glad you asked. Yes, this will be uh, Thursday, March 18th. Uh, we're going to be having a big product announcement uh, live on the air. We'll be doing several giveaways, uh, including of this new product. And uh, for anyone who tuned into our last one, we launched the 1000 Pro. We had so much fun. We gave away a ton of stuff. And we're going to do it again with another product that uh, I think will will shock some people. Um, I don't, I'm not going to give any more detail other than that, but 6 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday. Uh, you can check it out on the SVS Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Um, if you subscribe to any of our social or our newsletter, we'll be you know hyping it as we lead up to uh, Thursday of next week. Uh, but it's very exciting. We're, we're busy getting everything together for a, another fun night. Um, and, and I think uh, you'll you'll be really happy at least about the finish, if nothing else, of, uh, of this potential new product. <laughs> uh, I, I can give you that much. As you know, gloss white. You know? <laughs> you know what's crazy is that everybody probably thinks I'm absolutely nuts because I've always been into the black speakers, the black components, and uh, they just someone just recently talked me into getting a silver preamp, which is they told me it photographs better, and I'm like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll bite, I'll bite on that. Um, so I'm be, I'm going to be getting a, a silver preamp and. Who knows? Maybe some white gloss white speaker soon, and things are changing. You know, <laughs> everybody keeps telling me it's too dark in here, and I'm starting to see the. Yeah, it is too dark in here because I see my 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 other my my colleagues out there. They have a nice, bright, beautiful room. So, a lot of things are going to change on this channel. It's going to get brighter in here. You know, pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, it's going to get you know multicolored with my with my speakers. But I'm excited for Thursday because I feel like I'm like the cream filling of Oreos in between the two uh, the two launches you guys did. So I'm kind of like the special sauce in here. And I'm glad you guys came on and I'm glad we were able to talk about so much stuff. Um, a lot of people that, you know, don't don't pay attention to these kind of types of um, interactions, they can learn a lot. You know, they can learn a lot about products. They can learn a lot about the company, the culture, the people. So I think this is a good thing. And I'll be tuning in next Thursday because I want to know what it is. <laughs> well, we really. can't wait. And I mean, we love doing this kind of stuff. It's, it's part of who we are and, and, you know, it's not, doesn't even feel like work because we're just all hobbyists when it comes to this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, today we talked a lot about SVS products, which is totally cool. Obviously it, it helps our cause, but you just want to geek out about setting up subwoofers and dialing in sound and home theater setup tips and blunders, stuff like that. You know, we're always game. I know Larry is, uh, has got a list a mile long of his favorite demos. So whatever you want to talk about, you know, SVS is going to be uh, on board to, uh, to jump in the ring. Awesome. Well, awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Um, I know, you know, we were supposed to do a live stream, but I canceled that. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I feel like these are better. They're more intimate. You know, we're not worried about what people are saying in the, in the comment section, you know, it, it's just more, it's more personal, I think. So that's why I'm going to be sticking with this and people will be able to watch my hi-fi hours every Monday. Um, last week I was blessed to talk to, uh, Peter Lingdorf, interesting fellow. And this week is going to be uh, SVS. So everybody's going to have a good time watching you guys this week. So thanks again, guys, for joining me. And uh, hope to see you guys soon um, back on the show. And I'll be definitely commenting uh, when I see you guys on Thursday night. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Mike. Really appreciate you having us on. And uh, we'll definitely be back. Awesome. And for everybody, I will be putting all the details in the description below. And when the new product launches, I will update the description below with the new product. So that way you'll be able to click right to it. All right.